worship God with our hands and worship him with our voice. Come on, let's clap our hands and worship the king. Worship him, worship him. God, we thank you, Jesus, for your glory, your presence, your spirit, your power. Lord, we need you in this house. God, we need you in this house. Amen. Somebody shout praise the Lord. Amen. Anybody feel good to be in church tonight? Amen. Anybody really feels good? To, I know you're tired. I know you had work. But it still feels good to be in the presence of the Almighty God. Amen. Amen. And I've, in my young few years of preaching, I know that these nights and these type services are services where we make the effort. Uh, some of us work laborious jobs and some of us um, have, have strenuous work days. And uh, God appreciates your effort being here. Amen. In your work uniform and in tiredness and weariness. Amen. And so we're just going to have church for the time that we're here. How about that? How does it sound to you tonight? Amen. We're just going to have church while we're here. Amen. Amen. Second Kings chapter 2 and verse 1. Amen. I am very mindful of time. I'm mindful of that, that you have to get up in the morning and get on the old mule again. Amen. Amen. But while we're here, there's something that's lingered from last service. Anybody enjoyed last service? Amen. Sunday night, the Holy Ghost fell. Amen. The Holy Ghost fell in the house. The Spirit of God began to move. And uh, God just really showed up. I'm so glad to be here looking forward for the next few services. And I pray that God just progressively just does more and more, more and more every church service. Amen. Amen. And in that, there is a carrying over of spirit and something, something, I felt something urge in my spirit. And I feel, I feel like God is wanting to bring us to a new dimension, another place in this church. Amen. And it's coincidental that we have a new year and this is time that people are reflecting, trying to figure out what's the game plan. What's the game plan for the rest of the year? What I'm going to do? How I'm going to live in 2021? What alterations of life are going to be made? And if there's any choice that we make in this next year, in the infancy of this year, I think it would be a good idea that we make up our mind to be closer to God than we've ever been before. I think it would be a good idea that we go to the next level past the place of stagnation, past, past the mundane, past the monotonous lifestyle of the routine of doing the same thing over and over and over. I think it would be a good day if we just get out of the rut tonight. I said, I want to go deeper in God. How about you? I said, I want to go to the next level with God. How about you? Amen. Clap your hands if you want to go to that next level. Amen. God's got something better for you. I said, God's got something better for you. Second Kings chapter 2. And verse number 1, when you have it, say amen. The Bible says, and it came to pass when the Lord would take up Elijah into heaven by a whirlwind. That Elijah went with Elisha from Gilgal and Elijah said unto Elisha Terry here he basically said I want you to wait right here I pray thee for the Lord the Lord has sent me to Bethel and Elisha said unto him as the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I will not. Somebody say, I will not. I will not leave thee. So they went down to Bethel. Tonight, I want to insert, propose, and submit an idea that may not be a common idea for preaching. In fact, this may be a 
really, really weird way to present the word of God. But I want to preach with the help of the Holy Ghost about the mantle of stubbornness. Somebody say, Lord, help us. The mantle of stubbornness. Some of you don't like that word. Sounds like a bad word, doesn't it? And so if that word offends you, then I'll give you a subtitle, The Mantle of Tenacity, if that sounds better for you. Amen. The Mantle of Tenacity. Some of y'all say, I like that better. I like that. But I like the mantle of stubbornness better. The mantle of stubbornness. If you really believe that God can take you to a deeper place, if you're just tired of being where you are right now, if you want to go up a little higher, I want you to just lift up your voice and tell God, God, I want to go to a deeper place. Come on, God, I want a fresh anointing. God, I want more power. God, I want, I want a greater anointing, a greater spirit. God, I want new dimensions in you. Come on, the Holy Ghost is speaking right now. God's going to do something in this house. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, God, I, I, I want something more. God, I need something more. God, take me to that place, Lord. God, take me to the secret place, Jesus. Take me to a divine place. God, a divine, holy place in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, somebody clap your hands in the house. Come on, clap your hands like you mean it. Come on, clap your hands like you really want it. Amen, amen. Somebody turn to your neighbor and say, are you stubborn? Amen. That's an open-ended question right there. Oh, man. I, I feel like y'all going to preach with me tonight. Amen. God bless you in the fear of the Lord. You may be seated in Jesus' name. Some of y'all wanted to answer that question on the spot. For all the married folks, praise God. Amen. The mantle of stubbornness when you just enunciate the word stubborn that brings about a great deal of emotion because it doesn't take much common sense to know that being stubborn is probably not a desirable trait as a human being in our world we happen to deal with stubborn people all the time at the church say amen and stubborn folk tend to make life a little bit more difficult than it already is i would venture to say if you were taking a road trip with a individual that was stubborn about their food choices that could make for a miserable road trip if you happen, and Lord help me tonight, if you happen to live about foolish things being stubborn about earthly things 
that won't amount to much, but I've come to present an idea about being stubborn about the things of God. In 2 Kings chapter 2 and verse number 1, we find the story about two men, Elijah the prophet and Elisha the student. And in this text of scripture, we find a very interesting interaction that Elisha, who's the great master teacher, is speaking to his student, one of the sons of the prophets, Elisha. And in this conversation, something transpires that, that is very much out of the ordinary. He tells him, he said that the Lord has spoken to me and we're here in Gilgal, but he wants me to go to Bethel. And this teacher's pet, if you will, who's hanging around his teacher and he's trying to learn his every move. He's, he's studying intently of how Elijah operates as a man of God and he tells him, I, I, I know that you have wanted to learn from me intently, but your lessons come to an end today. He said, I want you, in verse 2, he said, I want you to tarry here. I want you to stay right here. Somebody say, stay right here. I want you to stay right here because where God is taking me, you can't go. Where God is leading me, you cannot go. You have to stay right here. And in reading this text, something transpires that is very interesting. Brother, is it Brother Kennison? Brother Kennison, if you don't mind helping me tonight. Something transpires that's very interesting. Now, everywhere I go, I want you to go. You think you can handle that? Amen. Let's see how, how you follow instructions. So... Elisha, Elijah is walking and he tells him, he turns about, he says, stay, stay right here. I don't want you to move, you can't go where I'm going. And the interaction becomes uncomfortable because the student tells his teacher, Something that a good student would never, ever say. He tells him, no. I really want you to let that sink in real, real good tonight. I, I really want to paint this picture for you. This would be equivalent. This would be equivalent. You got to stay right there. This would be equivalent. To Pastor Bradford saying, Brother Brock, I would love for you to take the Williams out for lunch. And Brother Brock says, Pastor, I know that sounds like a good idea. And I like HGR food just like anybody else. But I don't feel like it today. I ain't going to do it. That don't sound like a good conversation, does it? That, that's like Pastor asking you to do something and you look him square in the face and said, I ain't going to do it. Now, that sounds pretty terrible, doesn't it? Well, this is what Elisha tells his master. He said, I will not leave thee. As the Lord liveth and as thy soul liveth, I ain't going nowhere. You can't get rid of me. Now, this is perplexing. We have a situation here. We have a disobedient student. And so I can see Elijah saying, well, I never heard of that before. Never had someone tell me no before. Well, I guess if you want to be stubborn, I, I, I guess I have to let you tag along. And so they begin to walk again. They begin to walk and they're going down to Bethel and the spirit of the Lord quickens Elijah again in the, the school of the prophets. They see 
Elijah tagging along, Elisha tagging along with Elijah. And they say, don't you know that your master's going to leave today? They said, don't you know that this man that you're following alone, I don't know why you're following him like you're following him. Don't you know that he's about to leave? The Lord's going to take him away from you. And he said, I know it. I don't want to talk about that. And he just keeps on following him. The Bible tells us that he went down to Bethel. And as they're in Bethel, like they were in Gilgal, Elijah turns to Elijah. Elijah turns to Elijah and says, look, I know you've been following me around and I, and I appreciate your submission and I appreciate your obedience and, and, and I dealt with you long enough and you told me no once, but listen very carefully. This time you have to stay here for real. You can't follow me, so stay right here. And as he turns to go, because now God is wanting him to go from Bethel to Jericho, Elisha tells him again, you know what? I ain't going to do it. Uh, one time, I might can handle it. Twice, mm, it's getting a little hairy now. I don't, I don't think you're going you're gonna to be a PA too much longer. You keep telling Pastor No. And so he says, I, I, I can't do it. I, I will not leave thee. I refuse to leave you. Now you must understand that in definition, stubbornness is a decision, an attitude to say that despite the difficulty, I will not change my mind. I'm going to preach in a little bit. I'm just warming up. Is that all right tonight? And, and, so, and so he's presented with this stubborn the stubborn student. He said, I, I'm not going nowhere. Nope. Mm -mm. I ain't going to do it. I'm going to follow you everywhere you want to go. Sounds like something you know you heard about recently. I'm going to follow you everywhere you go. And then Elisha goes down to Jericho. So they're walking again. They're walking. They're walking. They're walking. And the spirit of the Lord there's an urgency, but the frost, something begins to shake in the spirit. And Elisha, Elisha knows at this point that the Lord is about to take me now for sure. But this little stubborn dude, what is wrong with you, boy? Why you keep following me? Why won't you listen? What is wrong with you? Why, why you keep showing up to church? Why you keep on going to family prayer meeting? Why you keep writing your name on that prayer list and coming late to prayer at night? Why in the world you keep showing up and showing up and showing up and something rolls in the spirit? Something rolls up in the spirit of Elisha. And Elijah looks at him and he turns around. He said, what in the world you keep following me for? Why won't you leave? Why won't you listen? Why do you keep being stubborn? And something rose up in the spirit of Elisha and something in his mind said, I haven't been following you around for no reason. There's something about you. There's something I've been seeing. There's something that I, that I see about you. And it just gets a hold of me every time. There's something about your spirit and I can't shake it. There's something about this church and I can't leave it alone. There's something about this God and I can't. I can't leave him alone. He said there's something about you. And I don't know what it is. But I'll tell you what it is. I want what you have. I don't know if you hear me tonight. He said, he said, he said, what is it that I may do for you? In verse 9, he said, what is it that I may do for thee? And Elisha looked at him. He said, I want a double portion of your spirit. He said, all around, there's been this mantle that's been following behind you. And I've had my eye on it. There's been something about the way you work miracles. And I've had my eye on it. There's been something about the way God performs the impossible. And I've had... I've had my eyes on it. God, you've been doing things in a church and I need you to do something for me. You've been doing something in the house and I want Oh, I got my eye on the mantle. I'm telling you, it's the mantle of stubbornness to say I ain't leaving until you do something. I ain't leaving until you work. I'm not quitting until you... said it's a mantle of stubbornness. 
Somebody shout stubborn. Let's give him a big hand. Thank you so, so much. It's the mantle of stubbornness that when we have desire from God to get to the place where God wants us to go, we have to refuse to stay in the same place we've been. I'm going to say that again for all the folks that's stuck in a rut. If you want a deeper prayer life, you can't pray 30 minutes like you've all been, always been praying. Sooner or later, you got to go to 45. Sooner or later, you got to put an hour in. You got to take the next step. You got to be stubborn and stubborn enough to say, I ain't leaving till I feel something. I'm not leaving till something changes. I'm not. He said, I got my eye. I've been having my eye on that mantle. I can't, I can't shake it. That's why I don't want to leave. That's why I keep on coming to church because this is the best place I can go. That's why I keep on showing up because this is the only place for me. Am I preaching anybody tonight? But you have to understand the principles of stubbornness. Stubborn folk know how to get what they want. Let all the stubborn folks say amen. Don't say nothing. That was a trick question. Stubborn folk know how to get what they want, don't they? You see this in relationships, and Lord help me tonight. You see this in relationships. You ever, you ever walk, walking at the mall or you're walking around and you see, you see, you see a couple and the woman, the woman may be, I mean, drop dead gorgeous, beautiful, beautiful woman. And, and her counterpart may be the, the least less attractive. I'm just telling the truth tonight. You know you done seen that. And you frown and you look and you, you look. It's like, sure, that can't. No way. How in the world did that happen? I must be telling the truth tonight. Y'all real quiet. You looking like how in God's name did that happen? And you're trying to figure it out, but you, you must understand that sometimes stubbornness pays off. Because I, I'm not a woman to know, but I only imagine that this is how it works, that sometimes this woman is being antagonized by this man who, who, who he may not have the best qualities, but but man, he's stubborn. He's persistent. He won't leave her alone. And, and the consistency of time of, of continually sending flowers and sending cards and sending candy and jumping in the DMs and just continuing on and on and on and on and on. And sooner or later, she realizes, you know what? This guy may not be cute. But he seems to be treating me better and it's more consistent than the rest of them knuckleheads. He just, he will not stop calling. He won't stop texting. He will not stop because there's a stubbornness in his spirit. There's a tenaciousness attitude of persistence and he ain't stopping until he gets what he wants. And so I imagine I don't know. I imagine that she just gives in and says, you know what? I'm going to give him a try. Because he won't stop. He's stubborn. He won't quit. And though this man may not be qualified in the eyes of people, it is his stubbornness that helps him obtain what he is looking for. Can I tell you, there's times I fell flat on my face and I said, God, I'm not qualified to be called. I'm not worthy to be used. You look at me, I ain't much to look at. But I'm telling you that if you're stubborn in spirit, God will say, what is it that you need? What is it that you're looking for? What is it that you're seeking? You keep coming and coming and coming and coming and coming and God has to respond. 
Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. That's why you keep lifting your hands when you don't feel like it. That's why you keep clapping them hands when you don't feel like it. When you don't have a prayer left to pray, pray anyway. When you don't have tears in your tear ducts, cry anyway. Oh, clap your hands and praise God and say, God, I'm over here. Can't you see me? I got the mantle. I want the mantle. There's a stubbornness in my Somebody shout stubborn. That's how I feel, Brother Frost. Every time I, I look at my pretty wife, I don't know how I managed to do that. I don't know how I did that. I know y'all thinking it. It's okay to laugh. I'll, I'll give you permission. I don't know how I did that. I, but I told you, I tell you, I wasn't quitting. I was getting that phone number. You better believe it. But persistence in spirit and saying, I refuse to quit despite the difficulty. Stubborn folks said, this don't make sense for me to keep going, but I'll run right through a wall to get what I need. This don't make sense for me to keep on running. I'm running out of gas, but I'm going to run until I'm on empty. I'm telling you, when you're weary, you keep on pressing in the kingdom of God. You keep on propelling your spirit and pushing your way in the presence of God because stubborn people get what they want. Stubborn people get what they need. Stubborn people connect to God. Stubborn people, they feel after God. Any stubborn folks in the house? I said any stubborn saints in the house? I don't know about you. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. God, you can't get rid of me that easy. I ain't going nowhere. I'm going to be right here. Somebody shout stubborn. Am I preaching okay tonight? There's, there's something about a stubborn spirit that God can't ignore. A broken and a contrite heart, he will no wise turn away. You can't help but keep crying your eyes out in the carpet. And sooner or later, God has to answer. You can't keep on praising God like you've been praising him. And God ignores that two-step praise. You can't keep on worshiping God, loving God, and serving God with all faithfulness. And God ignore what you're doing. He has to respond. He has to respond because stubborn people get what they're looking for. I want that. Somebody say, I want it. But the question is, how bad do you want it? Is that, is that all right, preacher, tonight? How bad do you want it? Some people get halfway and turn around, but guess what? I done made it this far. I ain't, I ain't turned around for nothing. If I turn around, that's the same distance as if I keep going. If I'm halfway there, if I go all the way back now, that other half, I could have made it by now. I'm telling you, this ain't time to quit. This ain't time to get weary. This ain't time to let go. This ain't time to let down. This is a time for you to be stubborn and say, I need the spirit more than I ever needed. I need anointing in my life. I need grace for my children. I need power in my house. more principles at stake than you just being stubborn because there's principalities and there's and there's pressures and there's things you have to press your way through if you're going to get to where God is going to take you can I just preach like I feel like preaching right now in order for you to get to the next dimension you're going to have to press your way through people to get there you're going to have to get through people to, to teach. They're saying, oh, you a teacher's pet. Why you keep on serving God like that? Why you keep on, pastor, whatever you need, I'll do it. Why you keep sucking up to the pastor? Why you keep kissing up to God? I'll tell you why. Because I got my eye on the mantle. I got my eye on the spirit of God. I need something from God that you can't help me with. I need something from God that you can't give. So we see this scenario in Luke 18 and 2 Saying, of what it means to press through adversity. There was in a city a judge. There which, was in a city a judge 
which feared not God. He did not fear God. He can care less about anything that looks like, smells like, walks like, talks like, or acts like God. Neither regarded man. And he definitely didn't regard people. And there was a widow in that city. But there was a widow in that city. Listen carefully. A widow means that she was in a time of difficulty. She had just lost her husband. And in those days, in the days of old, the days of the widows, they would come to the house and they would try to recruit their earnings of the debt of the family. And so that means she lost her husband and now she's about to lose everything. And she came unto him saying, yeah. avenge me of mine adversary. She came to the judge and said, she said, judge, listen carefully. All I have is one request. All I have is one petition. Can you please avenge me of my adversaries? The bill players, the bill collectors, they ringing my phone off the hook. I don't have the money. I don't have the money. I don't have the money. I need some intervention. I need some help. And he would not for a while. Yeah. But afterward, he said within himself. Listen, listen. He said, the Bible says that the judge would not leave her of her debtors for a while. So that means that the judge was what? Stubborn. Anybody see the picture so far? The judge was a stubborn judge. But. What happened next? Though I fear not God. Said I don't care anything about your God. Nor regard man. And I don't care anything about you. Yet because this widow troubleth but me. this woman. Some of y'all laughing because y'all said that before. This woman. I ain't going to get the men in trouble tonight. Praise God. Hey, everything's all right in the Williams house. Just letting y'all know. This woman, this woman, this woman. I'm stubborn, but this woman, she troubleth me. She's getting on my everlasting nerves. I can't stand every time I see her face coming to this court. I can't stand every time the door swings open and this little rivaling woman just walks in and saying, Judge, can you avenge me? I know I came once, but I'm coming again. I need your help. I need your help. I need your help. And she cometh continually and she's wearing me She's wearying me. And watch what happened. I will avenge her. I will avenge her. Lest by her continually coming, she weary me. Because if I don't answer her petition, she will not leave me alone. I pray you feel what I'm preaching to you in the Holy Ghost. There's some folks in here right now, the reason why you're stuck in a rut is because you don't think it's right worth fighting for. You done quit a long time ago. You gave up last week and you say, you know what? That man can sit there. But no sir, no ma'am. You got to get a stubbornness and spirit and say, I'm not leaving that man sitting there. I want the man. I need the man. And I'm not going to stop praying until I get it. Oh, I need about five people to feel what I'm preaching. Uh, you saying, God, uh, I, I know you ain't answered before, uh, but I'm going to keep on asking. Uh, I know you haven't answered yet, uh, but I'm going to keep on coming. Oh, you ought to clap your hands and tell God, uh, I ain't leaving. Uh, I ain't stopping. Uh, I ain't quitting. Uh, it ain't over. Uh, I'm going to keep on coming. Oh, let the Holy Ghost fill the house right now. Keep on coming, sister. Keep on fasting, brother. Keep on working, my friend. Be stubborn. Be stubborn. Be stubborn. Be stubborn. Oh, clap your hands in the house if you feel the Holy Ghost. Come on, clap your hands and say, God, I don't feel like clapping. I'm tired. I'm weary. I'm broken. But I'm stubborn. Stubborn folks get what they want. 
reminds me, I'm almost done preaching. I need nine minutes and 37 seconds. Reminds me of this, this young lady by the name of Ruth. Oh, I love the spirit of Ruth. She had that attitude about her. She had that tenaciousness, that stubbornness, that, that feistiness. You got to like a little feisty sometimes. So Ruth 1 and 15, you see an interaction just like the interaction with Elisha and Elijah. But this time it's Naomi and her daughter-in-law Ruth. And she said, you know what? She said, your sister-in-law, she just turned back. She didn't want it that bad. She didn't need it that bad. She went back to her people. Because Orpah means to turn back. But any man that puts his hand to the plow and look it back, uh, it's not fit for the kingdom of God. Uh, God's trying to find out uh, how bad do you want it? Uh, how bad do you want it? Uh, how bad do you want it? Uh, it's been lingering over your head the whole time. Uh, it's been right here in front of you the whole time. Uh, but sometimes you got to reach up uh, and say, I'm stubborn enough to get it. Uh, I'm stubborn enough to keep praising. Uh, I'm stubborn enough uh, to keep on coming. She went back to her people. She went back to her own gods. Listen, let me tell you, if God saved you, ain't nothing out there in the world for you. Don't, don't come to God with this, with this crawfish mentality and say, well, 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 the church ain't working out. I had it better in the world. You are a bald-faced liar. You had it so bad, you was miserable beyond belief, and this is the best place that you've ever been. God's been so good to you. Ain't no reason to quit. Ain't nothing back there for you. I said, ain't nothing back there for you. I said, ain't. This ain't backsliding time. This is stubbornness time. This is stubbornness time. This is stubbornness time. Don't, 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 don't go believing that. Oh, Lord, help me tonight. Don't go believing if you, if you just, just hold a little back on your ties that you're going to be a little bit more blessed. <laughs> it's a fool to think that. You'll find out you start taking from God, he'll start taking from you. But no, I want God to increase in me. I want to give him more. Uh, God, guess what? You ain't blessed me yet. I'm going to give more offering. Uh, you ain't opened up the doors yet. Uh, I'm going to give more of my time. Uh, I'm going to keep on showing up uh, until something happens. Uh, you can't get rid of me. Oh, somebody ought to get that in your spirit. I felt something right there. You ain't getting rid of me that easy. The devil's trying to tell you, stay right here. Stay right here. You ain't going no higher. You ain't getting no better. You ain't getting that anointing. And you got to say, no, 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 no. I'm going. I ain't staying here. I'm stubborn. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. I said there's something in me. I'm stubborn in my worship. I'm stubborn in my praise. You can't lock me down. You can't shut me up. I ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. I ain't quitting. You ought to give God a stubborn praise in the house. Let the Holy Ghost hit your house and say, God, I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. You got to understand what this interaction sounds like. I'm, I'm done preaching. Listen, listen. Keep standing if you want to. Keep standing. Listen. This, is, this, this interaction is so powerful. I've read this thousands and hundreds and thousands of times. And we all can quote it off the back of our hand as we come to the music. She, she, said, she said, I refuse. She said, entreat me not to leave thee. Nor from following, to return from following after thee. She said, whether it's thou go, I'm going. Whether it's thy lodge, I'm staying there too. Thy God, shall, thy people shall be my people. And your God, your God, your God, your God, your God, your God, we got the same God. I said, we got the same God. I said, we serve the same God. Which means that if he does it for you, I don't know if you're really catching the mantle right now. I said, if he did it for their house, he can do it for my house. And I'm saying, God, I ain't leaving until you do it for mine. Well, watch, watch this. I, I, want you to, I want you to read 
verse number 10. And they said unto her, Surely we will turn with thee unto thy people. Yeah. And Naomi said, Turn again, my daughters. Please, Why? please, please, please go back. Please go back. Please go back. Why will you go with me? Why in the world do you keep on following me? Why? What is it? What is it? Are there yet any more sons in my womb that they may be your husbands? Can't nobody else help you? Can't nobody else fix the situation? Can't nobody else get you out? Turn again, my daughters. Go your way. Just go. Just go. Just go. But For I said, am too old to have a husband. But listen, she said, I ain't going nowhere. I've come too far to quit now. I've been in this church my whole life. Ain't no reason in quitting now. I'm preaching to somebody right now in the house. I've been in this church. I've been in this thing. I've been serving God. I've been giving my best way too long for the devil to tell me, you stay right here. You don't go no further. No, sir, the mountain, it may be high, but I got a stubbornness in my spirit. I got a climb in my spirit. I'm going up. I'm going on, and I'm going out with God. Where you lead me, I will go. Where you tell me to go, I'm going. But somebody needs to be so desperate in spirit. So, so desperate in spirit. Go back to what she said, entreat me not to leave thee. And following after thee, she said, she said, entreat me not to leave thee. And following after thee. But I really want you to see, I really want you to see what she said after that. For whither thou goest, I will go. Yeah. And where thou lodgest, I will lodge. Yeah. Thy people shall be my people, uh -huh. and thy God, my God. And we always stop right there, don't we? That ain't all she said. What else did she say? Where thou diest, will said, I die, she and said, there will I be buried. She said, wait a minute. Where you die, I'm going to die too. <laughs> wait, what? Am, wait, what? They said, if they kill you, they might as well kill me right, with, right there with you. She said, and when they bury you, I'm still going to be next to you. Because you can't get rid of me that easy. Somebody that's been holding on to your promise, your prayers, uh, and your petitions. Uh, you got to get something in your spirit like Ruth. Uh, Ruth, all she was saying by the brock uh, is over my dead body. I don't know if you're really catching what I'm telling you tonight. Uh, over my dead body. Uh, you can't have my grandchildren. Uh, you can't have my promises. Uh, you can't have you can't have my prayers uh, over my dead body. Uh, you're gonna have to kill me first. Uh, Cause I ain't quitting. Uh, I ain't quitting. Uh, I ain't quitting. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. You ought to take your prayer in your hand and say, I'm holding on. I want the mantle of stubbornness. I got the mantle of stubbornness. Greater, greater, greater is on the way. I'm talking to somebody. You got a promise. You ain't seen it in 2020, but greater is here. The mantle is here. The mantle is here. I got a stubbornness in my spirit. There's a tenaciousness in my spirit. There's a persistence in me. I ain't no quitter. God ain't make me like that. I wasn't raised like that. We ain't quitting over here. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You lift up those hands because God sees. He said, they're coming again. They're coming again. Come on, stubborn folks got attitudes. You ought to get mad at the devil and say, you ain't keeping me cooped up. You ain't keeping me in a rut. I'm not sitting in darkness. I'm going to the light. I'm going to Jericho. I'm going to Bethel. I'm going to the house. Come on, come on, come on. Be stubborn. Be stubborn in the presence of God. Tell the devil, I ain't quitting. I'm not leaving. I'm staying. I'm staying. I'm staying. And if God says go, I'm going with him. 
Come on, you ought to get some bone shaking, old fashioned, stirring this in your spirit. what is it that you're praying for while you keep following me while you keep being faithful you need to tell that to God right now said God this is why I need a miracle I need healing I need a breakthrough I need help I need help Come on, new dimension. There's another dimension coming to you in spirit. Only if you want it. I can't make you want it. You got to be stubborn enough to get it. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Come on, God is able. God is able. God is able. But you got to want it. It's free, but you got to want it. I won't go back. Can't go back to the way it used I'm not going to back. Be. I'm not turning For back. Oh, no, 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 God, you've been too good. I'm standing right here in the need of prayer. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. I'm stubborn. Can't go back. You can't get rid of me. The way it used to be. Before your presence came and changed. I won't go back, can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came and changed me. I won't go back, can't go back to the way it used to be before your presence came. stubborn folks are desperate folks you ought to pray with an attitude tonight you ought to pray with a tenaciousness tonight with a perseverance and a fervency I'm stubborn in spirit I'm stubborn in spirit in the name of Jesus I claim it done in the name of Jesus I claim it done Hey! 
on, come on, let the Spirit of God flow. Somebody, listen, listen. Jacob, 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 Jacob. In Genesis 32 and 26, Jacob said, You know what? I want it so bad, I'll do whatever and suffer anything until I get it. And just before daybreak, just before things change, just before a new dawn on a new day, the daylight began to creep up. And the angel said, Jacob, he said, I want you to let me go. You've been holding on too long. Why don't you quit? You've been hanging on in there too long. Why don't you just lose a little bit of grip and let go? And Jacob said, no, no, no. There's a stubbornness in my spirit. I'm not letting go. I don't know if you hear me. I'm not letting go until you bless me. I know the prayers are on stale. Answer soul. I know it feels like heaven is locked up and your prayers aren't leaving this ceiling. But there's a voice in the room to tell you that if you're stubborn enough to get past your flesh and get past your doubt and get past your fear and say, I'm not letting go. Come on, you ought to say it with me. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. It's my promise. It's my prayer. It's my petition. It's my request. And I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go. I'm not letting go until you bless me. Until you bless me. Come on, lift those hands. Lift those hands. The moment today is the day I've been changed. I've been changed. I have. Oh, I...